I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I like Vancouver town. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places, where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, that, that we must, you must not miss. We haven't missed them, obviously, because we've been there and we talk about them. Um, I was fine. Like, some maybe, sometimes, I guess, I need to come up with a new intro. I don't know. I got to work on that mm. one. But. I, I like it. I like that you say Vancouver, BC, Canada. And in, in case someone thought it was Vancouver, BC, China, you know, I mean, Somebody Washington. That, that legitimately gets mixed up when you go to the states, and you're like, "I'm from That's Vancouver," true. and they're like, "Washington." You're like, "No." But as no. we as we grow our audience globally and to other planets in the solar system, it's important to identify Canada. I, I, don't exactly. don't drop that. I like that. The no, Canada. we got to yeah. keep we got to yeah. keep reminding nice. it. That's good. On uh, the on that ridiculous intro. We're going to talk about something that you could very easily miss here in Vancouver, actually. I know I've driven it, by it, I've sent people by it, and they've completely missed what I'm talking about. So I'm really excited to talk about this one. Purina cat chow or dog chow. No. What? <laughs> no? No. We're What's not doing on? that one. That's a different episode. Okay. What is it? <laughs> this one we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to help Mike get to the point. It's uh, Vancouver's <laughs> smallest building. But you know what? I think oh. I, I think it was actually the world's smallest. I think uh, right. yeah. at, at some point was it in the Guinness World Book of Records? It was um, yes, yeah, yeah. I think it was in the Guinness uh, World Book of Records. I think it was in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, and then you know people get kind of pedantic by what do you mean by smallest? So some say it's actually the world's narrowest. I don't like those people. They, so, they're, they're, they're you know, nitpickers. They are nit nitpickers. Yeah. But it is, it, it, that's one of the things that I find interesting. So it's small. It's not like you have to be under 12 inches to get in. It, You'd get in. <laughs> You'd get in. My, your ego would not. <laughs> okay, definitely guys, would not get simmer in. Simmer down, guys. Let's back on topic here. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, too much wine in this episode, apparently. Well, although it is very wide, so your head would fit through. <laughs> but does it have girth? <laughs> it does have good. Hey, one more time. We're going to bring it back <laughs> to the Jack Chow building. Guys. Okay. What are we but talking about? I think about that is kind of cool. So it is, it, it is the, it is the, uh, well, it's the Sam Key building. Sam Key building, sorry. My but apologies. it's also in present days kind of known as the Jack Chow building because the Jack Chow uh, insurance is the occupant of the building now. And if you go buy it, all you'll see the Jack Chow insurance sign up there. And actually, I think they renovated it. Recently, it's in great shape. The building was, goes back to 1913, so it is an old building. Wow. And it looks like it's brand new. And I think the Jack Chow uh, insurance guy has actually recently put in uh, some neon lighting, and they can actually mm -hmm. do like a choreographed uh, neon show at cool. night, like with music and everything. The building sort of, you know, plays music and and you were mentioning and lights up. It's very cool. It's huh. co it's very COVID friendly because you can do a walk by insurance renewal. Like you, they've got a yeah. I mean, it's been mask. open throughout the COVID, and it's because so it is very wide. So imagine if the the building runs the length of a block, but it's only like four feet deep. So you wow. can't really go into it very far. But that means it's great when you're doing uh yeah like for the case of the insurance they have now you can just do like a a walk up to the counter right on the side you stand on the sidewalk, and they've got a it's like ordering uh you know fish and chips or something like a like a not a drive through but a a takeout yeah. it's kind of like a takeout window yeah yeah 
but what? they didn't have to like re-engineer the whole building because it's it's built that way. It's only four feet deep. It's a hundred feet wide. So it's the length of the block, but it's only and four so feet. I deep. remember as a kid, somehow like the Guinness World Book or, or, or the other one you mentioned, um, it just became very famous that this is the world's thinnest building, the world's smallest building. And yeah. I remember as a kid going down there and thinking, oh, there's that building I read about, you know, and, Chi- and Chinatown was also really interesting because Vancouver has the second largest Chinatown in North America. I always remember that growing up. That. You, you know after, what the largest one is? After San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco is an obvious right. one. Yeah. And, you know, San Francisco is an exotic world-class city and the Chinatown is, is, is a lot larger. But Vancouver's Chinatown holds its own, man. It's got great culture, restaurants, stores. It's interesting. It's it's authentic. And the Jack Chow, uh, it's not called the Jack Chow building. What's it called? I mean, what's well, the yeah, building? people call it the Jack Chow building. Well, it's the Sam Key. Sam Key built it. Um, his actual name, actually, by the way, was uh, Chang Toy. Huh? I don't know why it was called Sam Key. Is it, uh, anyway, is, you know, sometimes people have two names. He had two names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was a businessman, and uh, he was active. His business was active in Vancouver in 1888. He bought this land in 1903. I believe, and he he had a, he was involved in a whole bunch of businesses. Yeah, I think he was making like charcoal, and uh, I can't remember what else. Herring herring salting, and I think he was involved in uh, in providing labor to the to the railways. He was a he was a big deal. He had a lot of um, businesses going on, and he had bought Sam this Key. Sam Key, yeah, and he bought yep. this section of land, and then the city, as the cities often do, get a little tricky, and they come into your neighborhood and they say, Oh, you know, we need to widen this street. So because we're the city, we're just going to go ahead and do that. And, uh, you know, so sorry, you're going to lose some of your, your land. And they, they carved off this large portion of Sam Key's land. And he's like, Hey, that's, that's no fair. You kind of ruined it for me. I got, I got no room left to, to build anything on it. And they just said, yeah, well, sorry, sucker. And you know, they just went about their business. And then Sam, is really clever now, and he like he knew engineers and he knew architects and he knew businessmen and bankers. And he said, "Screw these guys! I'm going to build a building anyway." And these guys from the city did not get the permission to build underneath the sidewalk. So the building mm. is built underneath the sidewalk. Another the plot six seconds. Yes, it does. Mm. So if you go below ground so you go into the building and go downstairs it's twice as wide below ground and if you walk along the sidewalk you can see there's they've got glass built into the sidewalk so that lets light in below Uh, and then on the second level they built the uh uh, it's a steel building imagine that in 1913 right the steel building but it's steel so that it can support the second level which has which extends out over top of the sidewalk so the building's actually, idea, if actually, if you did a cross section, it's actually sort of like a C shape. It's huh. very clever. Wow. It's very I've, clever engineering. It's very clever architecture. And it's also a very clever way of sort of getting back at the city that tried to screw them out of some, kind of some money and some city. property. So well, that's kind of a fun aspect of the story. I I've like that. I always noticed the glass part, but never, I had no idea. I just thought it was just like a fun, yeah. Cause like you were saying before, like it just, there's lights and it kind of looks crazy. And I thought it was just kind of the part of the aesthetic, but that's really interesting. Yeah. But I think yeah. Sam Key got the last laugh. Cause that, you know, Vancouver real estate is, even if you just don't a sliver, I mean, it's extremely, if you told him that that's, what would it be worth nowadays? Three, five, oh, seven yeah. million dollars yeah. in downtown no Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. 
whatever he paid yeah. for it. I mean, they, they might have expropriated part of it and made it the world's thinnest building. But the world's thinnest building in Vancouver um, still has you know significant value when it's in the middle of downtown yeah. near all of those. I wonder if he could build a, a condo on top of it, you know, just like Someone a would try. condo. Yeah. Mm. You know what else? So here's another tip while, while you're down there and I'm sure most people probably know where that is, but if you don't, <laughs> it's, it's, it's near the Dr. Sun Yat-sen uh, Chinese garden, which is also like, it's like a block away from there. It's mm-hmm. a very cool place. And I was just going to ask, you know, Dave, whether you were team Otter or team Koi. I don't know who otter or koi are, and I don't know what, whether I'm team otter. This an is, otter is an animal, and a koi is a fish. Story. An, otter is, an, an yeah. otter is a furry animal, a koi is a fish. I'd go with the fish. Uh, it was a trick uh, question. It was a trick question. I was I, team otter. I, I was hard team otter. What are you talking about? So there was a uh, Graham jump in here, but I no, you go, go for I it, think I remember this. There was uh, there was an otter that. I think this story was like it crawled through the the sewer and got into the koi ponds in the Dr. Sun Yat-sen Gardens and just started massacring koi, apparently, which it's is true. apparently not funny because apparently these koi had been brought in and were very and they expensive. they were old. So in, yeah. in, in 20, Dave, you don't know about the koi slaughter of 2018. <laughs> no, but I know uh, a famous Confucius expression. Yeah. Those who let otter go through toilets will lose koi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You should say, those who let otter through toilets will lose koi. This became such a big thing in Vancouver, too. I think it's time to wrap up this episode. No, no, we're going to keep this one going. I wrap up the episode. So, okay. You can actually buy 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 t shirts that had Team Otter and Team Koi. It became a big thing. I missed it. I know nothing about it. It's all new to me. I I don't know where I was. I was. I was. I will tell you. 2018, there was an otter. Mike's right. An otter broke into the the classical uh, garden there and went into the koi pond and uh, ate a 50 year old koi by the name of Madonna. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know so that part. Madonna is is gone, and a lot then of jokes there. It came back again in in 2019, and it came back. It, it came back in 2019, and then this kind of became a thing, Dave. In some circles, you know, people were talking about the otter eating the koi, and then people were like, you know, that bad otter, and people were going, well, yeah, be nice to the otter. The otter's <laughs> got to eat, right? And so people were sort of like having this friendly sort of thing about team otter or team koi, and it became you know, kind of a thing in, in some circles. But in 2020, last year, uh, there's another, oh. one, of the, one of the older surviving koi by the name of Dragon Gate. Uh, they actually, and a survivor of the attacks of 2018 <laughs> and 19 was moved to the, <laughs> was moved to the Bloedel Conservatory. He's in He's hiding. He's moved to safety. He's a refugee. He's moved to safety and is in hiding in the Bloedel Conservatory. That, and, but uh, Dragon Gate is 35 years old. Dates back to Expo 86. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, Dave, are you Team Otter or Team Koi still? What's your, what's your stance now that you know the story? I think the otters are exploitive, mean beasts that kill Koi. <laughs> so I'm on the Koi. I've changed my mind. I'm on the Koi side now. I'm Koi boy. 
What'd you say? You were Mike? Were you Team Otter? I was Team Otter. I'm still Team Otter. I get it. Friction friction on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I I get This is why I was a little antsy before. Yeah. I was Team Otter. He's Team Koi. It's a problem. Um, But let's bring it back. I will agree with Dave. Let's bring it back to the same (laughs) key slash Jack Chow building. Is there any last thoughts on it? Any last interesting things that we should know Uh, about? As the Italians would say, Chow, you know. Yeah, I just think it's a cool building. It's well worth seeing. And it's in a really neat uh, neighborhood. I would go down and check out the Classical Garden, which is a fantastic uh, place as well while you're down there. And it's right by the uh, the gate, right? The Chinatown yeah, yeah, the Millennium, Millennium Gate. gate. There, there we go. Yeah, yeah, right down the Chinatown Millennium Gate. So can't miss it. Um, so head down to Chinatown. Uh, go check out the Sam Key Jack Chow building and obviously come back next time to hear more stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. 